Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. This morning, the push continues to not only evacuate civilians in northern Gaza as an Israeli ground offensive is imminent, but also to get Americans out of that war zone. More on that later in the show, but bringing it home here to America, increased concerns about domestic terrorism. Are Americans at risk for lone wolf attacks or events even being targeted? ABC News correspondent Alex Stone is live with us this morning from San Diego. Alex, I know you're a popular interview today because of the opportunity you had to sit down with some folks who monitor online chatter for indications of terrorist activity, and you did not hear good news. Well, no, and events were here in San Diego because this is where police from around the world uh, have been gathering over the weekend. There was a big uh, police convention going on, and so leaders from FBI Director Ray to other global leaders have been here. They have been uh, sharing what they know, and uh, police around the U.S. and around the world in this heightened state of alert right now since last week uh, over concern that the anger of what is going on uh, between Israel and Hamas, that that will lead to, to something very bad that, that goes on outside of that, that region, whether it be clashes between protesters or something uh, more organized in a, an attack form is, is really what they're worried about. Katerine Debola is the head of Europol. They are the police agency for the entire European Union, the investigative agency. I sat down with her, and, and when we asked, are you worried, her response is, I am concerned. And she added, We see that a, young, a lot of youngsters, in fact, are influenced and recruited through Internet. We see a lot of lone actors that believe that they have to go uh, and commit a terrorist attack um, because they want to belong to a, big, a bigger family. Her teams are pulling in incredible amounts of data right now from social media and from the dark web, uh, headquartered in The Hague. And she said it looks like you know something out of a movie of all, this, all these screens and everything coming in. They have to decipher and analyze all of that and look for that one nugget in there, the, the needle in the haystack uh, of one that would be a real threat. And she added, the jihadi terrorism is, in fact, uh, the biggest uh, thing uh, related to terrorism that is worrying us. And now with the facts in, uh, in, in Palestine, we really have to monitor on a daily basis what is going on, and we have to be and to take uh, the precaution measures. And, guys, she tells me she, they, she and her entire team of about 1,200 are in constant contact right now with U.S. agencies, the FBI and others, as they, they have meetings several times a day to say, here's what we're seeing, what are you seeing, and, and analyzing all of it. They have seen a big uptick in online chatter, terrorist chatter going on right now. But you know, what is it that is real and a potential threat they have to figure out versus people just saying stuff online? And she says it's, uh, it's very, very busy right now. Talking with ABC News correspondent Alex Stone. He's live with us from San Diego this morning. The other hard part about it, too, Alex, is I imagine for these intelligence folks, you can root out coordinated attacks. You can see patterns. You can see things. But they're concerned about lone actors just being charged up by everything that they're reading online and then just acting out without direction or without coordination. Absolutely, and whether it be using a vehicle or using weapons that, that they have or that they can get their hands on, that that, that is definitely the, the concern of agencies in Europe, in the U.S., and elsewhere around the, the world, that you can see typically they can see when a large group is planning something. Hamas, though, was able to do it without letting anybody see it, that they were planning on their attack. 
Uh, but much of that was very localized in that leaders in Hamas were, were figuring it out on their own. If it is something more organized of a global terror organization, typically things will begin to pop onto the radar. But the, the one that they have a hard time with is when you've got millions of people around the world making comments online, how do you know the one that is going to leave their basement and go carry something out and uh, do something that, you know, into a, a crowd or into a crowded area? That is what they're focused on. They hope nothing happens. They've got to get it right every single moment of the day. Uh, but they see a lot of potential out there. But they've got to know, out of all this chatter, that one person in, you know, whether it be Milwaukee or in L.A. or in New York or in London or in Paris, that that is the one person that they've got to target in on. That's what they've got analysts doing right now. Alex Stone, live with us from ABC News. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, Vince. He's got a super busy schedule today, so we wanted to get him out on time But because uh, many people are interested in the information that he's sharing that uh, he has learned from this in- interview and then the, the gathering of law enforcement officers. I know that was a top concern. I mean, Eric, you mentioned you've got the Muslim Film Festival coming up here in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I believe the Jewish Film Festival is also at some point this month as well. So you have events that could be targeted. You have, I mean, my daughter, we talked about her. She goes to school in New York City. Right. right. And I was catching up with her yesterday she said some parents pulled their kids out of the city on thursday or friday they said kids went home because their parents were concerned about because new york is new york could that be a target of some sort of terrorist activity or some lone actor and parents were concerned they got their kids out of new york meanwhile we still have no ground offensive that has taken place there was a build-up an evacuation order made on friday and through the weekend, still, so far, nothing like that when it comes to Israeli troops. Yeah, and, the, and there's an effort to get more Americans out of Israel right. and, and Gaza as well. Let me get you up to speed on that here as well. The Biden administration is stepping up evacuations of American citizens on the other side of the border in Israel. They have charter planes and now even a boat taking Americans in Israel who can't get commercial flights out of the country. They're taking them into Europe where they can then travel on to the U.S. And President Biden gave an extensive interview to 60 Minutes that aired Sunday evening. Several important takeaways from his remarks as well. The president affirming U.S. support for Israel's response to the terrorist attack at the hands of Hamas more than a week ago now. Israel is going after a group of people who engage in barbarism that is as consequential as the Holocaust. And uh, so I think Israel has to respond. They have to go after Hamas. Here's something interesting, though. The president now, you know, what's the limit and the president is now sort of broaching this topic. Last week was for we support Israel, we support yes. Israel, we support Israel. But we got their back. Yes. But now, as the ground offensive happens, as you do have a humanitarian crisis growing in Gaza, with water shut off, other supplies shut off, how do you evacuate hospitals in the north? Yeah, get 10,000 right? people hurt. How right do you evacuate now. a hospital? Yeah. And so those things are beginning to be talked about in the administration. Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas don't represent all the Palestinian people. And uh, I think that uh, it would be a mistake to, uh, for Israel to occupy Gaza again. Because that's what's next. Okay, you go into northern Gaza, right? You clear out the terrorists to the best of your ability there if you're Israel. Yeah, and then what? You just and then what? Retreat back to Israel? And then tell folks they can go home? Do you occupy that territory? Do they attempt to occupy all of Gaza? 
Is that a long-term solution? The president, so starting to lay out that line of you have our support, you have our support, you have our support, but we're not going to support long-term right. occupation of Gaza. What's your plan? Right. As for U.S. support, no plans for U.S. troops to be on the ground in this or any other part of the offensive at this point. Israel has one of the finest fighting forces in the country. I guarantee we're going to provide them everything they need. So that's the president saying, you know, not only... We pledge support, but they don't need, they don't even need our troops. You had the number for earlier in the week. Was it was uh, It's more 000? than 300,000. Oh, yeah. Right. They've called up uh, the largest in history for a call up. So according to the president, Israel hasn't asked for ground support, and that's not something that Americans are prepared to do anyway at this point. Fluid situation, anything can change. Other thing to watch, as we talked about, though, domestically, what does it mean? What was the situation outside of Chicago? Oh, yeah, it's a tragic, awful story about a, a guy uh, who killed a child and then injured, uh, critically injured the child's mother for being Muslim. And yeah, right. So hate crime. Start looking for a hate crimes. B some larger, uh, possibly coordinated terror attacks, or again more troublesome because it's really hard to root out somebody who goes online, gets overwhelmed, gets radicalized by one side or another, and decides right. I'm going to do something about this. And, and act out, and that's really hard to see coming for these intelligence officials. So all of those things uh, on the map for you this week as we look at the situation in Israel. No ground offensive of yet, but authorities in Israel are saying that is imminent. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken back in Israel after a couple of other Middle East nations. He was in Qatar late last week. I know he stopped in Egypt. Been in a lot of places, yeah. more than a handful, the whole region. He's the point man for the U.S. There, There is talk that President Biden would visit. And my thought on that is you got your guy there. You have the important the secretary of defense was also there. These are the guys. As long as your lines of communication are open with them, this is our strategy. I, let those guys work. Yeah, don't need to be there. Right. Just like the lawmakers that are going over there. They don't need to be there. And that one, too. And, and this is bipartisan. So you have, uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is over there with a bipartisan group of lawmakers from Congress. Mm, don't need you. We got one voice. We got our point people there. What are you doing there other than gumming things up yep. and posing Taking for pictures? Taking up space. Yep. Taking Basically. up security forces yep. and other things. Yep. So not, not a huge fan of that. But that gets you up to speed on Israel this morning on Monday. 821 on Wisconsin's Morning News. As far as ice can see. 826 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Traffic earlier was sponsored by the shower model experts at Kohler Services, WY.com. As for your storm team forecast, high 58 degrees today under mostly to partly cloudy skies. Do we know anything more about this quick trip outage that's affecting folks who have the loyalty card? What is. Well, it sounded as if they were hoping to have it back up and running here and be good to go within the next few days. Whether that's today, I don't think that's anticipated, but. And bring it up because, like, it's almost impossible not to have your life touched by Quick Trip here in Wisconsin, right? Like, whether you fill up or you're stopping in there for groceries yeah. or a jug of milk or coffee, you know, right? What have you? Nice little, the Karuba, mm-hmm. right? Nice little donut, little baked goods, what have you. Um, but the extent to which uh, this may be concerning to the lacrosse-based Quick Trip, if it's a ransomware attack, that's a really big deal. And Quick Trip has not said that's what it is. But you heard the analyst from TMJ4 News in the top of the hour news saying that's what it looks like to him. You know what's so interesting is that we had Tina Chang from Syslogic on last week, uh, CEO of that cybersecurity firm. And she said one of the worst things about humans <laughs> is that we're so trusting. 
Yes. And then we just automatically are like, oh, yeah, oh, this link. And even though many companies, many employees, many workers are being trained over and over and over again not to click suspicious links, not to give out a password, not to do these different things, it's, it still happens. We don't know yet exactly how it went down at Quick Trip, but it's amazing, like... If you if you if you put your guard down, it's amazing how quickly they can sneak in there. I was just talking to my son about this because he's a tech geek a little bit, and we were talking about ransomware and the various things that can happen or hackers or whatever. And I was explaining to him kind of what Tina was telling us, which is you can have the most advanced tech stuff and the hacking stuff and all that, but the vast majority of these rely on human Humans. idiocy. Yes, like we you have to have someone open the door for you. Yes. And, and then, then it goes nuts. Isn't right? that incredible? Like it's just it's that easy where someone could even maybe even call and say, Hey, I just need this real quick thing here. I'm an employee, but I just need that password refreshed or whatever. Like it they they've seen it a million different ways. And this one I think they're still trying to get their arms around it, but yeesh. And just think about it yourself at work. Like we're all moving super fast. We've all got a lot of stuff. You see some, you know, one one thing that would if if it were ever me that made that mistake, here's how I would make it. I'm trying to get something off my plate. I'm in my email queue or my text queue or whatever. I just want it addressed right away, done, off my plate so I can get on to other things. And it would be not being careful enough, not really looking at that website, not looking at the click here. This looks like it came from someone in IT. But what's so fascinating is what we talked with Tina about was this collision. Modern-day hacking is this collision between tech and psychology. Because you obviously have to have the coding and the tech know-how to create this ransomware and how to make that install and rip through your systems or whatever. But you also have to deal with the psychological bait. How do I get somebody to click on this? And then you mix in a little AI and boom. How do I get them to open the door? The other thing that's concerning is what do you do in a ransomware attack? Ransomware is basically where some outside hacking group says, pay us X or you don't we're going to kidnap, we're going to continue to kidnap this information. And we have a couple of examples in Vegas recently of two casinos that dealt with it in very different ways. One of them paid and one of them didn't. Was it Caesars? Yeah, that sounds right. MGM was the one that that did not, and they were knocked over for it. And one of the craziest things about it was MGM, what they were really trying to do, the hackers wanted to get some malware into the, the slots, the slot machines. So then, like, they just send a mule in there, you know, just some... Lady or some guy would go in there and just keep winning, and then that's okay. how they were going to get the money. That's risky, though, and but hard to do. Then they realized, oh, let's just do it the old-fashioned way, and and, <laughs> and it sounded like they just had someone call. They called the called security or called a staff member and said, hey, I, I need some help getting in here. I can't find my password. And they, they were able to do it the old-fashioned ransomware way and really cause some trouble. And in the short term, oftentimes, if you pay the ransom, things go back to normal. If you don't pay the ransom, you could stand to lose a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Short term. Long term, how does that look? Or if some people pay, then some people pay. They're going to keep doing it. And what did she say? What did Tina say? The uh, the number of jobs that are open? 700,000 jobs globally in the cybersecurity industry. <laughs> that's crazy. And that's all right, all, so there you go. There's an that's industry all there. Of, if we were just more honest with each other, we could save all of that. 831 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight forty seven on Wisconsin's morning news. A couple of quick ones to get here before we bring in Steve Scafidi to talk about what's coming up on WTMJ now. 
It's 18 times in a row, E. 18 times in a row, 18 years in a row, this announcement has been made. Please congratulate your 2023 WSMA Class AA State Marching Band Champion, Green. When the kids go nuts. Well this done. Thing. So cool. State band competition was this weekend in Whitewater. Here, a little taste. Solid, right? That sounds really good. Pretty worried with the weather, but turned out great. Greendale High School winning its 18th consecutive state band title. My personal interest in that is my daughter's in the dance line sure. for band. So the big bands they have. And if you're just thinking about like marching band when we were kids... Like they play Louie Louie and they play the school fight <laughs> song and that's that. Like that is not this deal. This is a whole other like super half like Super Bowl worthy halftime show productions right. that bands who are into that. Not all of them are at the high school level, but bands who are into that um, will compete with throughout the year. And this is the state band competition. It's held at UW Whitewater, and so in that they have obviously color guard is a big part of that and then some bands also have like a separate dance group mm-hmm. that's part of it and you're doing sort of a theatrical presentation our theme this year was the circle more on that in a minute but oak creek they did mary poppins oh there you go this is like the extent to their show and they won their division uh, division one well i guess they did call it quad a so the biggest schools Oak Creek won their competition with a really neat show this year. At one point, remember the Feed the Birds thing, the Tuppence song? Mm -hmm. They have like actual bird, like kite, like kite like birds that come out from behind things. It's just a a cool surprise in their show. Listen, these birds are flying around. Good choreography, then. Really cool stuff. Trying to impress upon you the intricacies of (laughs) these things. It's wild. Sorry, I don't know if I'm demonstrating my. Yes, I'm impressed. You appear very interested. So our band's theme this year was The Circle. You had some Lion King in there that you heard. Circle of Life, of course, being the tie-in there. And then sticking with that theme, now you it took you a minute on this one. Yeah, I'm embarrassed, but no. go ahead, play it again. All right, I'm going to let you all listen and see if you recognize this. crowd going there yeah, the like yeah you're supposed to respond and follow mm-hmm. you know follow up when those uproarious moments love it this is my favorite part of the show though because like I, I like contemporary stuff i like when bands put their adaptation on that we have you can hear a singer in here it sounds really good the band sounds super yeah. full little justin timberlake what goes around comes around nice and then we slow it back down a little bit that's the other part that took me some adjusting to new to like band competition world is you have to have these slower moments in the shows which run like eight minutes. Oh, so that's part of the Yes, you have to slow it down. You have to have okay. a ballad in there. I got you. So all sorts of things are happening with the choreography again, but really cool show. Congrats again yeah, to their, our neighbors in Oak Creek who won their championship. Greendale will take the Lion King theme to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's in New York City this year. So I always love to look for the hometown bands, right? Everybody likes to do that. Of course. It's Thanksgiving morning. You're like, oh, there's Waukesha's in there or whatever. So this year it'll be us in Greendale on Thanksgiving morning. Super cool. Also from the village of Greendale, but this is universal. We have one of these village pages on Facebook. I love these pages (laughs) because there's always silliness in like, 
I'm, I'm not sure why they post the questions to this community group, yes. but that's always the thing. Like, you know, like we needed another What time place? is school on today? Like, <laughs> why don't you look at any website of the school? But go there ahead. There was one it. recently posted. Does anyone? I know it's early, but does anyone know when the Christmas tree lighting is? So, right. These pages can serve a purpose. I, I, one of the things I like on the page is, does anybody know a plumber? Has anybody had good luck with this yeah, okay. and, business yeah, or yeah. whatever? Right, and people we'll get offer some good back and book. forth. Yeah. But of course, it's yet another place for us to devolve into the worst of humanity, where we just <laughs> go to these places and whine about stuff, and then somebody else whines back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the thing that we're debating right now is this Halloween display. And if you'd like to see a couple of pictures from it, guy just posts, "Hey, this is my neighborhood. Really cool Halloween display." Okay, and he puts a whole bunch of pictures up there, and he says where the thing is. 109 comments, because somebody well, posted they didn't like it. There's a reason why okay. there are all the comments. It's not like it's just a ghost with a light on it. It's, it's out there. It's pretty over the top. Lantern. There's one, one of the pictures posted is what appears to be a body wrapped in a bed sheet with an axe in its chest. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And blood everywhere. The axe is... So, right so it's, it's okay. a little bit more now. I to be Appears honest, to be a disemboweled corpse of some yeah, kind. There's a Pennywise uh, clown holding a, an arm that's all bloody. The arm is not attached to anyone. So some people have a problem with that, <laughs> okay. suggesting that's a little too much. One of the comments that really got it going was, "This is too much, too gory for the location. Children have to walk by there, and it's right near an elementary bus stop." Those decorations are appropriate for an adult haunted house, but they're not Halloween decks for a neighborhood full of young children. I, I'm so on the fence on this. I hear that, right? My kids, we walked to school when they could walk, and yeah. you know when they're little little ones and they gotta walk by with somebody with an axe in their chest or corpses and whatever. Yeah, but don't okay. you just, don't you just say, oh, that's just uh... yes. I guess the counter of that is it's Halloween and it's fake. So let's keep walking. If you want to really see the scared, we'll take the long way around. We do have these pictures online. If if you are interested, uh, just text the word what gory, G O R Y gory to the old National Bank Talk and Text Line eight five five six one six one six twenty. It's the M section if you're interested in Greendale. People who know Greendale know <laughs> if you want to go the find sections it. right. I don't want to give the address right for one side or the other. I don't want any protests. I don't want to flood the neighborhood either. I was telling a story when folks. In the Wauwatosa neighborhood, or Wauwatosa area, will remember this. And actually, it became sort of a regional draw. It was the equivalent of Candy Cane Lane, except for Halloween. Did it have a name, like Boneyard Lane or something? It was World's Scariest Block or something Ah, like that, that they would call it. And we would go. (laughs) We didn't go to stuff when I was a kid. We would go to this. Okay. We would get in the car. We would make a date, some weeknight where nobody had anything going or whatever. Did you see corpses with axes oh, yeah. in its chest? And then Yes. Okay. And then people, there were live actors, so some guy would be, you know, you'd have the, the graveyard scene, right? Some person would be buried in leaves, and then you're walking by, you know, and the kids are like, <laughs> it's, but you knew what you were getting into. Right, sure, right. I think it was vandalism that ultimately brought that down. Like, vandals hit that a couple of years in a row, and people in the neighborhood got fed up. And they're like, all right. That's why we can't have nice things. That, and then there were those neighbors that didn't want to participate, and they're like, look, man, we're not running a carnival here for three weeks. <laughs> I get that. So it went away, but I don't know. I guess so worth, worth a visit to the M section in Greendale. 8.55 on Wisconsin's Morning News. 
WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. 58 degrees, your high temp today, and a mostly to partly cloudy skies. We've been hovering around 50 degrees here for most of the morning. We'll start to warm up a bit today. Steve Scafidi in the house as WTMJ now is imminent. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? You're with me. You want you want the intermission back at the theater. If, I actually like the idea. If it's a three-hour oh, movie, yes, yes. Are you guys crazy? No, we're not crazy. We want <laughs> well, yes. No, why do you want commercials in the movie you paid no, to see? I'm going to go out and get more popcorn or and or go to the bathroom. That's, yeah. Because a three-hour-plus movie, I, I need a break. You need, I need sustenance. a break. Sustenance. But you know going in, it's three-plus hours, so you prep ahead of time by not getting the Mountain Dew that's <laughs> Eric, Eric's suggesting big. you don't get the 32-OZ. Oh, come on. you got to <laughs> maximize your why cost. Cost margins, you have to. You gotta get the. You have to buy the biggest popcorn. That's right. The shot glass of soda is four, five dollars, <laughs> yeah, right. and the thirty-two OZ is five fifty. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, well, I that just makes sense. See, I, I'm I'm biased. So I I don't even like intermissions in musicals and, and plays and things. I just I just you like sit watching there and take it last hour in discomfort. Do you just sit well, why, there and like be angry about it? Because like, you have to go to the bathroom. You sit in your seat. You have be angry. to. I, well, I have had that issue before. Yeah. Why am I angry? Because you don't like the emissions. So you just sit there yeah. at the, yeah. at the yeah. stage. Oh, angry Eric. Oh, he, has, he has to go, and he won't go. Oh. He just sits there. You don't get another glass of beer or wine? Yeah. Or Come oh, on. I don't have. get up and walk around. I'm just saying that I'm enjoying the show. I just okay. don't need the break. Okay. Especially not in a movie. We were have a, a day. Have you know, a day. Have fun. Fan. You should okay, really light, so. hey, You should lighten up. Next time. <laughs> I love that I get to right. say that to him. You That's like the most ironic him. thing I could say to him. <laughs> or, or me for that. Matter, yeah. But yes. Fine. Fine. Have your interview. Eric is very intense. <laughs> no, he's not intense. Eric is a nice guy. What do you got going today? Uh, Carol Kane's joining me today. Nice. Nice. Sandy's on her trip. Nice. So Carol Kane's in the in studio for Monday to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're actually going to do something I've never done before, a rare bi-week edition of Monday Morning Quarterback. So we got Brandon Snide, yours truly, Carol Kane, and Kyle Wallace from The Truth. There you go. Talking about what we did besides watching football. I, I still watch football. I watched like 15 hours of football yesterday. Nice, good. I don't feel bad about it at all. And congratulations to your Oak Creek Marching Knights yes. on their state championship as well. Quad ninth A. straight for them? Yeah, ninth straight. Quad A championship. 18 in the Dale, my friend. So, are yeah. there any other schools that should compete? move up? At some point. <laughs> is there a reason? Yeah, actually, Franklin uh, made a really good had a really good presentation. They gave him a run this year. Okay, let me see the what the AAA champion this year was River Falls. Good one, mm. and I don't know about the single. So you one, went to Whitewater? Yeah, we went to Whitewater. When did that wrap up? Because it was still going at like eleven. Ten forty-five okay. was when awards started. Oh yeah. Oh, it, yeah, it's long. Baby. <laughs> it's yeah, long. Baby. It's long. All right, we got to go. WTMJ now is up next. <laughs>